One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Greetings, my X-Files geeks, and welcome back to Reopening the X-Files, the podcast that proves the truth is still out there, somewhere. I'm Nate Deals from Movie Geek, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, with the mo-host, Agent Powell. <laughs> mo-host? What's a mo-host? Well, it's a co-host, mo-host, sure. Okay. It was funny in my head. We're back for a- episode 16, uh, called Colony, which is written... By Chris Carter and David Acogny, uh, and directed by Nick Mark, and it's part of the wider alien conspiracy mythology story arc. Mm. What did you think of the episode? Do you want to describe the episode first? Yeah, can do. Starts off. Uh, it does fish, start off, yeah. Fishing boat or whatever it is. There's a boat out to sea, and it looks like a UFO crashes in the water. Yeah. And then when it's relayed on the news, it's like, oh, they thought it was a UFO. It was actually an American jet that ditched into the sea. And, and miraculously, they recovered the pilot. And it's the guy who I always think oh, looks like the Terminator. And he looks like Arnie, doesn't he? Brian Thompson. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's the bounty hunter. Yes. Um, he was in the Terminator. I know. He's one of the guys at the beginning. Yeah. He? Yeah. Wash day. Nothing clean. <laughs> so sad, you really are. Um, yeah, so the guy he is watching it in a hospital. It seems like he's in a hospital setting. He's watching it on the news, and he sees his face and panics and runs off. Um, and you knew it was going to happen because it was almost out of the terminator. He's like running down the hallway, yeah. isn't he? And, the music's very yeah, like, and he's wearing a leather jacket, and he gets his. I don't even know what they're called. It's, I think it's there's there's a couple of names here. I think is there a st- is one's called a stiletto possibly. Oh, the ice pick, the alien ice pick. Alien ice pick. Well, I know you can get them um, and you can keep them in your car. If your car ever goes in water, you meant to punch. They have a little bit out and you push it against the window and it retracts in and then shatters the window. Ah. So it's a bit like one of those tools. I can't think what they're called. But in your car, you've got headrests and you can just pull them out and they've got metal on the back. That's why they're like that. I know, but they're literally, a kid could do them, the ones. Um, So anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um, Already. And it then becomes the bigger story, doesn't it? Yes. Mulder gets a call as the start in the case. He gets sent the information, yes, doesn't he? Again. That he don't know who he don't know who it's from, um, and it relates to there's three doctors that are in different um, hospitals, clinic, like abortion clinics. clinics. Um, and when he looks at the files and the pictures of these doctors. It's the same person. Scully's like, oh, yeah. is it triplets? And he's like, no, I can't find any connection between them. Yeah. But then as he's starting on the case, he gets a call from his father. Um, he goes out to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts 
and meets his father, who's not in it very long, really, is he? Not in this one, no. It's um, first, yeah, go on. <laughs> and his mum's in, so he said, you need to give your mum a minute. And his dad's been a bit cryptic and having a cigarette on the porch. And he looks through the window and his mum's talking to a, a woman and he can't see who she is. And he's yeah. like, who is it? And he's like, your sister. So it's Samantha. Yeah, Samantha's back. First time yeah. we've seen her. And you get her backstory where she says she couldn't remember anything. She was returned when she was about nine or ten. Um, and she didn't remember anything for years. She was like in a, a foster home and was adopted by a doctor. Yeah. Um, and it was only later on when she had regressive therapy that she started remembering. She remembered her old life. Yeah, so she was sort of telling him the story and said, this bounty hunter's here. He's coming to kill my father, who's he's a adopted father, obviously. He's this doctor. And she says, you know, she's dead honest. She says that he's, he's an alien. What you consider an alien here? Um, and he's calling for her as well. Yeah. And so the story unfolds, you can take over, because I'm I, just waffling. I can take, no, that's uh, basically it, yeah. So there's a, there's a number of these doctors who are identical, and they all work in abortion clinics around the country, uh, because they are doing experiments as well. So th there's a suggestion that there's more, um, there's more Samanthas, isn't there? Yeah. Really. Uh, but I suppose in this episode, there's not until later on when we, we there's another I think it's the third series yeah it doesn't really reference it yeah. in this one um, but they're all being hunted by this bounty hunter and it's basically just a race against time for Mother and Scully to stop what's happening and what <laughs> I like about it is is the bounty hunter gets involved with Mulder and Scully yeah uh, so he sort of uh, what, what's it called piggybacks on them to do the legwork to find yeah, that's what we should have mentioned. Was... He's a bit of a shapeshifter, so he can change a his face. A bit of a shapeshifter. <laughs> so he, he takes upon the, like, the image of yeah. a detective or someone that was working with them, and they, they go to one of the apartments. Somebody looks very similar, and he's a doctor. And when they get there and open the door, the doctor takes one look at the shapeshifter guy, the yeah. bounty hunter, who, who doesn't look like the bounty hunter, and runs and Plummets. jumps out of like a three-story yeah. window. And again, Scully's like, yeah. I'll ring an ambulance. Scully moves away from the window after looking out and seeing him... Support, Ooh, like yeah. dead on the floor says i'll go and ring a um, first aid or whatever and then uh go and ring a first aid first aid or whatever i'll go and ring a first aid i'll go and get a st john's ambulance i'll go and get a scout in he'll sort oh. it out get a bit of a bandage All in right. there I'll safety pin I'll, if you read call an ambulance <laughs> right she moves away from the camera and uh and that's where Mulder sees him get up and run away yeah. But then, but what? As again, he's like the bounty hunters there. Him and Mulder go after this doctor. Mulder gets hit by a car. <laughs> that takes him out of the. Uh, yeah, he's winded in the, he? the race, and then the bounty hunter catches up with the doctor, and he gets kills him killed. with a stabby yeah. tool. Stabby tool. And then a Scully steps in it, doesn't she? Because the next morning she's like, "These shoes are new, and look at them." But it's like burnt a hole right through. And I said to you, like. That would have done it straight away. It might have taken a while for it, it to wouldn't happen. have taken a while. It was fizzing like crap on the floor. But it was only a small bit, wasn't it? She walked in it. It only fizzed when she started walking away, right? Yeah. So the more steps that she took, the more would come off it. Yeah. So you need to come off it. Well, she was lucky that her foot didn't get destroyed, basically. Yeah, well, she probably went home and took them off. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she then takes a case upon herself, doesn't she? Because he's been called away for yeah. a family issue. 
she doesn't know what it is because they keep missing each other. And yes. She rings him that. saying, I'm being followed and my life's in danger, I think. So she like gets dressed up in dark clothes and a hoodie and goes off with a gun on the bus and she rings him again. But as, he, as she leaves, he's ringing her, so they yeah. keep missing each other. And she phones in, tells him bus. that she's going to stay at a motel. And she doesn't bus. think she's she being see followed. Anyone. She's not being followed, but there, the bounty hunter is in his, his normal face. Yeah. Just sitting there reading the newspaper, listening. And it's, it is, it's a good but episode. She then, she, how would I can't remember how it happened? We want to just watch it. She happens upon. She goes back to. Right, so she finds the doctor who jumps out the window left his bag in the room. She took it. Because she was there, and that I think that's one of the reasons why Samantha then goes to distract Mulder, because they I think they need the bag, and, and Scully investigates that. She finds the warehouse where the experiment's being done. She finds a bag, uh, full of it's, it's a, an alien fetus. It looks like, yeah. And what's it's been destroyed by the uh, bounty hunter, but the the fetus moves, so it's obviously it it, it must still be there's something going on. It must still yeah. be alive. But she then just drops it and then finds the she, other four um, clones or whatever they are. Yeah. So she then sends them off to safety, doesn't <sighs> she? But they put them in the same place. Put them in the exact same place. And it was weird because I'd forgotten about that bit because as they were driving off, I was thinking they'd put them in separate cars. I thought, I hope they send them to different, different places, places throughout. And they don't. And then obviously the bounty hunter, he's like some sort of, they must have trackers in him. He hunts them down. He looks like he is the warden of the prison or whatever yeah. his role is. So he gets in and obviously kills them all. Yeah, kills them all. And then goes to find Scully at the at the apartment. And this is a double episode. Mm. So he goes to Scully's uh, motel room, but in the guise of Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder. But again, she, Mulder, rings the hotel and says, when Mul- when Scully yeah. checks in, give her the, telling her that it's urgent <laughs> to ring me. And the guy snaps his pencil and then he's distracted because <laughs> Scully comes in. But that's it though, he's, he's distracted for a moment and, he's and he going, says, who was that, who message, was that message for? for? And then the door opens, it's yeah, like, and it's Scully. oh dear. Which for you to track your memory, yeah. you'd have gone, oh that's you, I've just had a call for you love, about 30 <laughs> seconds ago last. Um, <laughs> but he, to- he totally forgets. Um, she goes, gets in this like really dingy motel room, goes for a shower. Yeah. Um, does she miss another call? Yeah, and as yeah. she shuts the door, the phone starts ringing again, and it's it's him yeah. leaving her another message. Um, and she must have the shower, and she's fallen asleep, and there's a knock on the door, and it's Fox Mulder. Yeah, uh, so she she brings she lets him in because it's Mulder, yeah. it's her partner. And then the phone starts ringing, so she answers that, and guess who's on the other line? It's bloody Mulder. It is, <laughs> and that's where it ends. Yeah, so it's a double episode. We'll be back with the second episode on Monday. But what do you think of the episode? Yeah, I really like this one. I, do. I was like, oh my God, where's she been? How is Samantha come back? What's going on? Yeah, no, it's it was like, isn't it? And yeah, and like David Duchovny, I think he's, he's really good in this one. He yeah. looks really heartfelt when he's talking to her. Yeah, yeah. He's like expression, because sometimes he's a bit sick because of his role, I suppose, and what these characters are. quite cynical yeah. and quite samey. Um, but you actually sort of see... Another the emotion, him, yeah. yeah, you actually see the pain on his face and like as if he can't believe that his sister's back yeah. and and it is, I can remember thinking, oh my God. She's back. Yeah, uh, so it, it's one I remember, I don't remember all the exact details, obviously, and we've not really just watched it, there's a couple of bits I've forgotten, but um, it is, it's a good one, this. Yeah. Um, it was a good start to the conspiracy because yes. I got a bit sick of that, I have to say. 
I do understand it better, I think, because I've watched We've it. We've watched it a few times. Yeah, I've watched, watched it probably two or like... three times. Um, but some of it went beyond me, and I think, well, what's going on now? Mm. Um, but it's probably me not paying enough attention. But it is a good one, though. It is. It's a good one. It's a good introduction of the, the bounty hunter. I don't know. It, it, another one, it's, it's, it's like, because he's a recurring role, recurring character, he's not in it all the time, but... Rewatching all the series, it's it's amazing how long he lasted throughout yeah. the series. Yeah, so he's in like we're only on season same. eight. He doesn't yeah, seem he does, to look like, like we always say, Mulder and Scully look so young in the first yeah. and second series, probably third series, and then the later series. They, I mean, they don't yeah. look they don't look old. No, but they come into themselves. Yeah, but they do, they can they have age yeah. obviously, um, but he just seems to I don't know. Be the same, he's yeah. like Dorian Gray. <laughs> You know, maybe he is an alien. He's man, got a bounty, <laughs> yeah. He's got an alien portrait on Mars somewhere, <laughs> locked away. Not from Mars. How do you know? I don't actually. Good point. Where are they from? That's what I'd like to know about this. Is where are the aliens from? I know they're supposed to originally have come from Earth. That's what we find out in the film. But where have they gone? Where did they go? Where did they come from? Got an idea. Thank you. I said that. <laughs> I had to do it. Sorry. I feel like what's his face? The lounge singer, Rick Reeves. Our American listeners won't know what that is. Yeah. Shooting stars. Look it up. Shooting stars. Rick Reeves, very funny man. Bob Mortimer. Should we move on to the next segment of the show? Go for it. Skinner pissed off in this episode. He's absolutely effing bouncing his tits off. He he's is. absolutely livid. But why though? He's not even angry. He's, he's livid. Do you know why? Because Mulder and Scully have gone to do some investigating that they weren't even asked to do. Yeah, well, that's what they always do. They're not always playing. Oh, just think how it all adds up. Two of them, two tickets, return tickets for a plane. Oh, I bet they go business. And all your hotels. I bet they go business. No, they don't. We've seen them in economy. The hotels, yeah. Uh, the car rentals, they're always renting cars. What, I think you... it's different in America, isn't it? Because, like, we, we would just get a taxi. If we landed somewhere, you just get a taxi away. You're going in, in England. You just walk, really. And like America. It was big. I know, it's huge compared to our little country. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're running all them expenses. I bet they're having a T-bone steak every night and a little bottle oh, of Merlot. They've got a T-bone steak. So just think of that. And they're just messing around. Well, they're not messing around, but he thinks they're taking the mickey. Well. He is livid. He's but, bouncing in this one. they keep closing these cases. Yeah. Thing is, though, he is livid at the first part, but then he becomes less livid when Mulder has a family emergency, and he's a little bit more calm. Yeah. Because, like, Mulder comes in, and he's got his, his case file, he's like, oh, I'm sorry this is later than expected, and he said, no, it's not because of that. Your father's been trying to ring. Now, he's, he's not Yeah, you perfectly... need to contact him as urgent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, but I just think that's his manner. His I manner, think that's his yeah. tone. Well, and that's his how manner. he got the role, as we, we discovered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's not happy. Is no, he? he's not. And it's a double episode, so he might be in next oh, tomorrow yeah, as well. Absolutely. He was like a cartoon character with like steam coming out of his ears. What are you tomorrow? <laughs> he does like an up later series though. Right, let's move on to everybody's favourite part of the show. Fanboy facts. Fanboy facts. Rebecca Tulin, who plays Mulder's mother, get this, is only one year older than David Duchovny. She isn't. That's what it says on this fanboy fact. Well, that is not true. Do you want me to check it out? Yes. So I've just searched up IMDb 
Uh, Rebecca Toulon was born in 1959. David Duchovny was born in 1960. And I've just said, if that's that's true, (laughs) I tell you, if I was a bloke, I would bet my left knacker that that is not true. I'm telling you right now. I'm going on to Wikipedia. There's no way she was in her 30s in these episodes. Absolutely. Good-looking woman. She is not in her 30s in these episodes. She must be. If she has... Well, I'm telling you now. Then she's she successfully had, taken over the whole of internet to, to had, black her age out. She had the worst a paper, paper round, round <laughs> up Mount Everest in bloody the Himalayas if she is the same age as me. Piss off. I'm not having that. Not having there it. Is, there is, there's a really... I would say there's a typo and it means <laughs> 1949 or possibly 19, you know. Come there, there's it. a Reddit page that's, that is literally Rebecca Toolan's age, X-Files Reddit. And it's like, does anyone think that Rebecca Toolan, uh, aka Tina Mulder, has incorrect age information posted online? Yeah. <laughs> I do. You do? I'll comment on that later because I'm with that person. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's what it you know. says. That's what it says. Yeah. How... My, my ass, as Jim Ryle would say. <laughs> Uh, Next fun, my fact. This is the first <laughs> appearance of Mulder's parents. It's the first appearance of his parents. She was only six months when she had him. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Maybe she went back in time. No, forward in the future and had him, and then I don't know. Oh dear me. Oh, right, this is the first episode of the <laughs> to feature the alien bounty hunter as well, uh, of course, uh, played by um, Brian Thompson, yeah. who was in Terminator, and Buffy, he was in Buffy as well, many times. Can't he always played, he played, uh, oh, he was in the pilot is. one, Yeah. he was in yeah. the pilot episode as the big vampire, he also comes back in, I think when uh, Angel's bad. Yeah. And he brings this demon back to life and he's like, he gets blown up by a bazooka. <laughs> Still love Buffy and Angel. We'll have to do Buffy. I don't know if I can we'll revisit it. We're going to have to do, have a rewatch of Buffy. I don't think it's going to age well and I'm not a teenage girl anymore, so. Are you not? No. <laughs> um, oh my God, where's my page gone? I apologise. Here it is. So, uh, Scully's email address is seen on this and it is D underscore Scully at fbi.gov, which I emailed earlier on tonight. You sad. I had to see if it was live or Did anything. it come back as unbelievable? It came back as, yeah, unbelievable. You absolute <laughs> goon. What are you like? What? I had to do it. I had to try. Um, to create the unique and otherworldly sound made by the weapon used by the bounty hunter, several sound effects were used and considered before the co-producer, Paul Rabwin, voiced the noise himself on the microphone so every time you see the stiletto or uh, ice pick weapon i've read stiletto somewhere i'm I'm sure i have Uh, every time you hear it open it's a guy with a microphone going (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the cia agent ambrose chapel who turns out to be the uh, bounty hunter in disguise is named after a key church in alfred hitchcock's the Man Who Knew Too Much from 1934. I like it. I do. Uh, Darren McGavin was asked if he wanted to play Mulder's father. He declined, but would later appear in the series. Oh, yeah, Daz. Oh, yeah, Daz. Daz, what has he come back as, do you know? What? 
before they come back, I'd let me Of course see I know. It. I don't know why you're uh, questioning me. Why is this loading so slowly? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, I don't know. Yeah, don't <laughs> I'm just going to put, I don't know. Um, the first time Mulder's dad is seen, he is smoking. Just like the first view of the cigarette smoking man in the pilot. Is there a link, do you reckon? I think his dad, I said this to you earlier, he's like, do you know the guy out of Men in Black? I can't think of the actor's name. What, Tommy Lee Jones? No, the one who, as he said, the, the farmer guy, and his head is all twisted round and he pulls his head back round. Oh, uh, and then Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, and he pulls his hair like that because she goes, your skin's all funny. I think his dad... I don't know if the actors had facelift. I'm not sure. Maybe. His skin is really like taut across his face, a bit... and it reminds me of the guy. Mr. Out and Mrs. Black. Mulder may have had just really bad paper rounds. <laughs> oh, going back to I'm Darren McGavin, he did. He played um, Arthur Dales in a couple of the episodes. The the one in series six in uh, Florida where there's the sea monster and oh, right, that's the, not the baseball one the other Arthur Dales one yeah it was the flashback one no the, the spider in the mouth one yeah yeah but it wasn't the baseball one no that was the other Arthur Dales oh okay played oh, by yeah, em, yeah. Emmett Walsh right yes. yeah it was his brother one it yes yeah with the same name but they also had a sister called Arthur Dales <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is the first episode in the series that has been told in a flashback. Oh, yeah, we forgot. I didn't start off there, did I? No. Started off. You didn't. Mulder. Yeah. But he rushed into an emergency room. If and I... He's freezing, he's it... heart failing. But it's a good little uh, talking point because my next family fact is not that bit. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so smooth at these links. I can't I'm believe it. There is Scully remonstrating with the doctors that they are taking the wrong course of action to save Mulder's life is paralleled in the season eight episode, Dead Alive. Smooth. Thank you. Scully is awakened from sleep at 11.21. Where have we heard that before? Uh, by Mulder's knocking at her door uh, at the hotel, at the motel, hotel motel. At the same time, she receives a phone call from Mulder, thus revealing that the Mulder at the door is likely a clone or a shapeshifter. Incidentally, if she had been awakened by Mulder's phone call at 11.21, this would have been the fourth time this occurred in the series. Yeah, because, doesn't it? It does. Um, the next one. Harking back to the <clears throat> Erlenmeyer flask. Oh, I did it right. I know, I thought you were going to say it earlier, but you didn't. Oh, no. All right. Whatever. <coughs> it extends the idea of the green toxic blood that the bounty hunter has, that it's toxic to humans, that we talked about in that episode of the podcast. Um, Brian Thompson was chosen, according to Frank Spotnitz, because he had a very distinctive look about him, most notably his face and mouth, which I think you pointed out yeah. before we uh, started recording. Yeah, I, I sort of mentioned his cheekbones are quite distinctive where yeah. I don't know if his jaw is bigger because he's quite like round his mouth. His mouth. Yeah, it's quite, uh, quite not protruding because that makes it sound awful, but 
it almost makes where your cheekbones are under your eyes, like your eye sockets, it's almost like he's a flat, isn't mm. it, on his face? He's quite distinctive looking. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah you'd recognise him. Yeah. He's like recognisable. Yeah. Um, after casting, they told uh, Thompson's agent that he needed a haircut because uh, the start of the Alien Bounty Hunter was supposed to be a kind of military pilot who had been shot down. But the day came when he, he got to Vancouver there'd been some misunderstanding and he hadn't got the crew cut that he was supposed to. So the hairstyle we see in this was a compromise, which I think this, this works. I think it better. works because he does look like he's from the military or something, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, but he, he looks, he also so. could be Russian or something like that. Yeah, could be he anything, has that type he? of yeah. sort of Russian or <laughs> Ukrainian, yeah. that very strong featured look, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, Carter said that while Colony was a crystallisation of the series mythology, it came about inadvertently following David Duchovny's suggestion to face an alien bounty hunter. Uh, and they sat together um, and he added Mulder's disappeared sister to the story. And I think it's amazing how like some stories like that just come together yeah. and make out the whole nowhere. ends up making something quite Massive. distinctive and, yeah. and good. Yeah, the overarching as well. And other than the ice pick weapon fact that I've got written down here, that I've done twice, that's the end of fanboy facts. That was a long fanboy facts. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. But the conspiracy ones always get the fanboy facts. Yeah. There's probably loads that we've missed as well. Yeah. Our cat's, no, that cat's walking past our bloody window again. Mm. Anyway, thank you for listening. And please, I know she'll probably tell me after this, but please share the podcast. Important to review it as well if you want to you know if you want to she's looking at me horribly now that's better than you normally begging for a five star review i'd rather people just review oh it. yeah Re- review the podcast tell us how crap we are not crap we just ramble we and that's ramble. all this is it's that we don't pretend to be experts, experts no. just two northerners sat in their uh, new extension enjoying the x-files again <laughs> <laughs> But if you do want to follow some of those uh, expert opinions of the X-Files, you can follow the Twitter feed at Reopen the X-Files. I am posting quite a bit on there at the moment. I'm posting like pictures and things that came up. Like tonight I posted about um, Dr. Chuck Guy. I can't remember his name, but he is another oh, actor. Oh, like another the one. tech assistant. Yeah, the, the tech assistant, assistant guy, comes yeah. as Mulder's mate. And he, he's throughout the series throughout yeah which again it's one of these things where you don't realize that these characters just turn up yeah all the time unless you watch these episodes back to back back to back back to back yeah <laughs> so yeah follow me on twitter at movie ultimate or reopen the x-files or both do it and you can also subscribe to my youtube channel at ultimate movie geek i'll be doing some in defense of this week and remember Look to the skies, because the truth is out there. I made this. (laughs) 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.